Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Fans in Motion podcast, the only podcast you didn't know you needed. I see my friends Josh and Brent, and I say to both of them, I hear your voice over the sound of the city. I hear you call my name. And I hear that now you spend your life feeling pity. But who am I to blame? Josh. Say hello, Josh. Yo, that's the uh a song that should be put in evidence is why you should not allow sirens. Oh god, um, yes. And a and <laughs> a song. Have no you ever had it all and like look around you when oh, it, it don't matter if it was the second time <laughs> or the eight uh, hundredth time I've heard it. It always still Dude, makes your, di- I, your your dick tingle a little bit when you're driving and it comes on. I had that on when I was a kid, a younger I mean, uh, probably 13 or 14 my dad was driving and i had it on the boom box in the back seat of the car and it came on and my dad hits his brakes he's looking around i'm like what are you doing what are you doing? don't you hear them sirens i'm like oh i said that's the song that he's like, turn that shit off <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's weird too is sometimes there will like you'll be driving and you'll be like i don't remember call my name being on and it you know you keep driving yeah. and it's actually the uh sirens. the police after you for the last two miles you know, you're like, ah, maybe this is a remix of Call My Name. <laughs> Damn, it's a that. long siren part. Yeah. Brentry, buddy, what's going Dude. on with the record collection today? Um, I've been How's ser- it looking? I went ahead and inserted some Night Ranger in there. I see seven. Uh, I see ATBPO. I see a Dawn Patrol with a. What you guys call them? Obi Obi Wan strips. Obi, this is the new romper room um, segment. I see Andrew. I see. I see Josh. Damn Yankees. I see Tim. I see Mark. Uh, anyway, yeah, um, Mark Greenaway gave me this one when we when he came to America for visiting. Oh, Did the point... damn Yankees! Yeah, and that and the cover of your smile EP. Ah, classic. And I've got the illustrious Out of Bounds sealed. So we're doing all right. That'll be worth like what four bucks in the future. Uh, it was fifteen dollars. <laughs> it was fifteen dollars marked, and it was, the original price was eight dollars and ninety eight cents back in nineteen eighty. <laughs> you'll be rich someday yeah. when you're when you're dead. Yeah. Your your yeah. daughter will sell that for twenty three. When the uh, the old uh, cardiac arrest fairy shows up, your uh, <laughs> your daughters are going to be like, "Holy shit!" He had the out of bounds soundtrack. Man, yeah. I'm selling that. It's, it's, it's a difficult one to find sealed. I bet it is. I bet that's it is. what I will be telling them at the funeral. I'm like, listen, that's a difficult one to listen. Uh, yeah, Josh yeah. will be all. He's like, listen, this one, this one's worth a lot more. You think? In fact, like, when when Jack was writing, um, "Rain Comes Crashing Down," the original lyric was, "It's a difficult one that's sealed." Wow. So, yeah. I don't. I, I'm sorry. It just comes. And I can't help it. He'll be here all night. Yeah. Thanks, folks. Don't Tip your waitresses. You would think after a hundred and. 30 episodes or wherever we're at it would have gotten better but um, no obviously we don't i don't run from it i embrace it so josh what's going on what are we talking about i don't think any of us are running from anything uh no i'm barely (laughs) running to the fridge anymore i'm like yeah screw it i'll just be hungry so uh what we got what we got what's going on here folks i think recently josh correct me if i'm wrong but weren't all of us at a concert recently it's amazing. At, yeah, at not a not a venue, at a conference room. It looked like. Yeah, um, I do enjoy, you know, your guys's company better like this than in person. I can <clears throat> safely say that. Um, well, it's the smells. Uh, they're they're hidden. Um, yeah, 
well um but uh uh the uh yes that was that's the second show of the uh little weekend jaunt that uh we saw but uh the party gras 2023 with brett michaels kicked off last week um thursday in detroit um clarkson actually um Yes, yeah, it's, it's you know you just drive north of Detroit and when you're like where the fuck are we drive about another twenty minutes north <laughs> and you'll hit it. Is like, that the old um? Did that used to be called the DT? Well, it was Pine Knob and then it became Pine Knob. Yeah, it's Pine Knob. Okay, so, I mean it's yeah, been I've been there. The early that's 70s. a you that's saw a Maiden nice there, venue. didn't you? I saw Maiden and Dream Theater of all things, but the venue's nice. The walk up and into mm-hmm. the woods and all the uh, little. Uh, food booths and stuff it, it's it's really a pretty setting and then if i remember correctly josh you tell me you were just there when the show's over don't they just get everybody out like everybody out to the right just keep going just keep to the left keep going all the traffic um i don't know i left a tad bit earlier because i don't want to deal with people so um good man i don't know all right now the dte theater that was probably the first place where i met levy um I was in Africa in 2011, came back that summer, and I had bought tickets for a buddy of mine who was in the military and uh, my younger brother. And I think we went and saw like Poison and uh, Poison and Motley Crue, maybe in Youngstown or some shit like that. And then the next night we we drove over to um, Clarkston and we saw it was night ranger foreigner and journey yeah and i got the vip passes because i had my brother and a buddy like i said a buddy of mine and um and back then i it's like what maybe an additional 50 bucks or you know it wasn't mm-hmm. nothing crazy plus you know i'd been sitting you know in the bush for eight months so i had a shit yeah. ton of money sitting in my pocket so uh um you know, I bought the tickets and bought those uh, meet and greets. That was the only place. That was probably the thing I, you know, I'd seen Todd before, but that was the only time like I really met Todd, um, who used to be the manager or the road manager for Night Ranger, who's um, passed on. But uh, um, when we got in line originally, we were like round, like at the end, and then when we went in, the line kind of reversed. And now we were in front and uh, I'm talking to like some security guard that was up there and it turned out he wasn't a security guard. It was Night Ranger's road manager and talked to him for maybe 10 minutes before the band came out. So it's kind of cool just going from that to, you know, what, you know, all the stuff that's you know, being back here with Night Ranger now and everything. But uh, I got up there maybe what when did they play thursday so i i got up there wednesday and uh um it was it was good uh now night ranger and this party gras lineup i played a few weeks earlier in mount Gilead, ohio it wasn't labeled a party gras it was like a freedom fest or something and it was only an hour away from me but i was down in disney world and all kinds of storms i got like two cancellations and i was running two days behind and mm. even though i was home i was like i'm done peopling so i did not go to that 
Yeah. But so this was really the kickoff for the, um, you know, for the party gras tour, which will go through maybe what the first weekend of August. There is, um, I think that's what it is. Yeah. There's 12, uh, oh, 13 dates they added at Corbin, Kentucky date, which they never seem to want to update the artwork with that. Um, hey, here we got some exclusive stuff, everybody. Night Ranger is currently playing where are they at? Um, Alb Albany, New York. Um, Kelly's wife, Jen, just sent me some photos. Look at that. Oh, that's that's cool. Pick. Very cool. Yeah, it looks like they're playing at Hogwarts or whatever that fucking shit is. <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, it is cool if you guys get a chance. I'm sure someone will post someone something. It is. It's like there's this like big like pat. Not I won't say patio, but like plaza area, and then it's got this huge like fountain pond thing, and then it's got mm -hmm. that you know League of Justice building or whatever back there. Um. So uh, so yeah, so uh, you know, night before now this. Now the night before they the crews were all out there working on you know getting everything put together and um I just know they were running really behind because um the uh there's you know Night Rangers front of the house soundman guy, Radley, he stayed there and just helped out some of the other crews. And I went back and picked him up like at almost eleven o'clock at night. And it was kind of weird because when you pull in the pine knob, it's, I mean, you know, when you pull in just the regular parking, there's trees and everything, kind of like blossom or something, right? But when you go, like, the road to go back behind it, yeah. you're really in some trees and shit like that. And um, and you, you know, it's like driving through the woods, but off to your left, you can hear you know, Steve and Jerry, you know, rehearsing. Yeah. But it's weird too. It's also eleven o'clock at night. There's no one. There, there's no cars parked out front. Sure. It's not really like a concert atmosphere yet. You hear a concert going on. So uh, you know, picked them up um, later. You know, in that day, um, there. I'm trying to think if I was there earlier in the day. I must have been because I knew where the fuck I was going. Um, but the band wasn't there, so I would have just been out there with uh, with the crew I, i'm in my photos to see if i remember anything yeah so um yeah so i was there the, that day during the day and like watching them set up you know the stage and yeah stuff like that so it was all ready to go the the next day so the next day um you know we head over kind of an earlier call um rode over with brad and eric and then Kelly and Jack were in the other car and um, bullshitted with them. Uh, 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 Brad told a great story, which, you know, if he ever has a book, I hope he puts it in. Nothing like, you know, rock and roll stuff. It's when he was a kid and something happened. But uh, then I told the story of, Yes, how my you know kid and my dog were. I told him you know kid pisses me off every day, and I go the dog's just the same. It's like I told him I go. Apparently, you know I had an elephant shit in my yard the other day <laughs> because I turned a corner and my dog comes running to me. You know cute cute dog right, just covered in shit. 
not a turd, right? Not like turd stuck in. It was like, you know, an elephant had shit somewhere in my backyard and he was just, I saw him like rolling and then coming over to me. It was just everywhere. And like, I throw him in the bathtub and I'm scrubbing. It's just like, like, you know, the uh, that don't bother me anymore. Uh, but it's like the water, like I got like the shower kind of run too and like the drain opening. So like it runs, it just, it was just so constant. It was just like shit water nonstop. It's, you know, it's just, you know, it's just like you keep scrubbing. I'm like, eventually there's got to be no shit somewhere, right? It's like, and like uh, it stained his fucking fur. And I'm just like, you know, anyways, I'm telling this story. I don't know, you know, if if something connected with him, but made me laugh because him and Eric are back here just losing it. Um, but yeah, I went back the next day and like, you know, like what was, you know, it was just a huge, like, I don't know, I either I got an elephant or a T-Rex or something back there. I'm so, you know, I was like looking for like, you know, like the bones of like a, like a lamb or something in it. Like, you know, the fucking Game of Thrones back here or something. I don't know. But, uh, um, you know, fuck whatever that was shitting in my backyard. Uh, anyway, so we go to the venue. It's definitely different than, you know, going to these, you know, this, you know, the theaters and stuff that they play. We're obviously in a 15,000 seat amphitheater. Um, so there's a lot of room, which I like. Um, you know, Night Ranger got to, uh, I think they got a sound check a little bit. I can't remember. I don't, maybe they didn't. I did get, you know, pictures of Eric out there, stuff like that. But if yeah, I remember, Eric posted a sound check, did he? Well, what you yeah. sure that was from DT? You sure that was from Pine? Yeah, Hobbs? yeah, I'm almost positive. Um, no, you're right because I see this is why I'm going through here. That's Donnie Baldwin from Starship mm-hmm. watching them. So, um, so it was cool. I met like the Jefferson Starship guys, um, you know, bullshitted with them and, um, you know, Chris, the keyboard player, and Jude, the uh, guitar player, talked to them, Kathy Richardson who's singing with him. I mean, you know, we talked about Joel Hostra. He got his start with her. Um, The day before I saw David Friedberg, who's been, you know, he's 1970 with Jefferson airplane. He was in that last incarnation was an, you know, all the incarnations of Jefferson starship basically wrote Jane. Um, You know, the beginning intro was Paul Katner and, um, and I, I saw him there, and we I was talking to Radley later that night, that first night, and I was like, yeah, man, the guy I want to meet is Friedberg, 85 years old, just the history. He goes, yeah, I'm really friends with one of the guys in the crew. I'll introduce you. He, you know, first he's like, why didn't she say something to him? I'm like, ah, you know what, they're working, and yeah, you know. Yeah. But then the second day, it's every, you know, it's everybody's more relaxed. There's a lot of downtime. David's just standing there, and I introduced myself, and, you know, it's like, um, um, you know, just big fan. Uh, you know, I basically told him you're rock royalty, dude, and he just kind of says, "Well, you know what? If you live long enough, you will become. You know, you, that's what you you know you'll become. Um, is just no matter what. And 
Uh, but he was a very cool guy. That was like the highlight, just, um, you know, just what he's seen and, and everything back from those days. But the whole, uh, you know, everybody in Starship was cool. I turned, and wherever you went, you're running into someone. Like I, I was um, back on that back dock and uh, looking at uh, this, the Jefferson Starship drum kit just beautiful silver and yeah. you know, it's reflecting in the sun a little bit. And I'm just looking at it like, oh man, it's a nice looking kit. And then someone starts talking to me about it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, after a you know, couple seconds, Donnie Baldwin drummer for starship and Jefferson starship and God, he was with Elvin Bishop band and all those. And, uh, so that's how he got in Starship. He's Mickey Thomas, or or, other, I, or vice versa. Yeah, I don't know who came first. <laughs> um, they're right around each other, but uh, I would say, I don't know. I mean, to me, Mickey Thomas doesn't need any help anywhere. You know, I mean, his voice just even when he because you know for for you for you that don't know, Elvin right. Bishop fooled around and fell in love. That's Mickey Thomas singing that. And, uh, you know, Elvin Bishop had a, a, more strings of hits that, you know, during that time period. And, um, you know, but I don't know. Um, maybe there's a connection, but uh, I, I can't. Because before you had Donnie Baldwin, you had Ansley Dunbar, mm-hmm. who's played with fucking everyone. Uh, Founding member of Journey. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know, and played with groups afterward. I think he was in Whitesnake and for a little bit yeah. and um he Brent, did was, he play with ozzy i don't think he played with ozzy but i remember reading somewhere that uh he was um they auditioned him after eric car passed with eric singer so wow. he was he was so i remember paul stanley saying that he was one of the guys that they had considered and yeah, it was legendary more, it was more like they had the dark hair that's why they were kind of like well, do we want eric singer he's blonde and then you know Dunbar just was older and didn't quite fit, and then they went you know to to singer. But anyways, um, I'm pulling him up. I want to see all the bands he's played in. But uh, Donnie Baldwin, anyways, he's like he starts talking about the kit, and I'm like I'm kind of listening and looking, and then it hit me. Oh, that's his kit. That's Donnie Baldwin. <laughs> and uh, so can't look see at that shit, list. Brother. I I want to touch on that when you get when you get done. Go ahead. Um, but anyways, it was cool. I took a couple of photos. The um, the riser was only half put together. So he's like, I guess I'm just going to play like this. And he goes around and it's just his eyeballs like sticking over. So, I, yeah, we took some pictures of that posing. Yeah. And, um, you know, because you know, these guys are just doing, you know, same with, you know, when eventually we'll get to like Mark McGrath and them. They're kind of doing their own social type thing. So I go, yeah, dude, takes, po-, you know, and. I would send it to him, and um, but that was cool. I met those guys, and uh, um, go ahead. We'll we'll stick on uh, old Donnie for a second. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm gonna go, go read through this list because it's amazing. I, I, John Mayo, Frank Zappa, Jeff Beck, Journey, Jefferson Starship. Is it N- Niles Lofgren or Niels yeah, Lofgren? Are, are you talking Ansley Dunbar? Or are you talking Ansley Dunbar? All right. Eric Burden of the Animals. Um, Ian Hunter. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Lou Reed, David Bowie, Mick Ronson, Whitesnake, Pat Travers, Sammy Hagar, Michael Schenker, UFO, 
Michael Chapman, Jakey e. Lee, Leslie West, Keith Emerson, Herbie Mann, and to end it all, and it kind of goes back into what's the girl's name, the singer? Kathy Richardson? Flo and Eddie, because they were opening for the Turtles. And that's right. Flo and Eddie. So, like I said, Anthony Dunbar, who, uh, you know, isn't on this tour. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's just, a, that's just the name of, I mean. Uh, but Donnie Baldwin replaced him. Big shoes to fill, I guess. Yeah. Um, and also, if you want to connect it to the Kiss world, uh, like I said, I remember Paul Stanley talking about, you know, probably the question was, was there anybody else considered? And yeah. he brought up Ansley Dunsbar, um, who, you know, basically, you know, I remember Paul saying he had a talent. It's just the image wasn't quite right. And then they decided, well, even though Eric Singer's blonde, which that made a difference back then, um, they were going to go in that direction. So, but anyways, Donnie Baldwin, um, Donnie Baldwin was um, in Jefferson Starship. And then when it became Starship, he was in all those videos as well. You know, we built this city and all that stuff. And if you're in the, out there and you want to slag, hey, I don't like that Starship. <laughs> I like the Mickey Thomas Starship better. No one gives a fuck. All right. Go see the Mickey Star the Thomas Starship. I don't give a fuck. She sounds fantastic. Kathy Richardson's great. Um, and here's the thing, too. You know, don't go, oh, I got one original member and all that shit if you don't know your fucking shit. Because really, they've got two members of Jefferson Starship. Mickey Thomas was an original mech, was not an no. original member of Jefferson Starship. So, he replaced Marty Ballin, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. Um, so, if you know, you want to talk about who has more credibility, you could say Jefferson Starship because they're touring under a band name that has two members from that period, whereas Starship is touring with one person. So whatever. Again, I don't give a fuck. The only reason why I give a fuck is there's people out there being dipshits. It's like, you know, why why do you take the energy to come here and say, I don't want, I, yeah. I'd rather be listening to Marty or whatever, fucking uh, uh, Marty I never, Thomas. You, That's no like, one what? makes people type yeah. anything. You can, you you know can just if scroll you, past. If you would just type that, a day earlier, they would have probably listened to yeah. you and got rid of Jefferson Starship and got Starship with Mickey Thomas. Would have made so all just, the difference. Just sit there and enjoy it, man. If not, you know. Yeah, don't go. I fucking hate people. Um, <laughs> like I said, that's the reason why I all those space rock movies, I root for the space rock. Like, go get them. You know, I'm sitting there with my space rock pennant. And Come on. My, my fucking team shirt that says space rock. Like, deep yeah. impact. I'm rooting against fucking Robert Duvall, man. I'm like, don't fucking blow up that rock. Yeah, let's you see know, what Armaged happens. Armageddon. I'm like, listen, these motherfucker dr drillers, it would take them fucking six months to fucking dry out. There's no way they're doing this, right? Yeah. You know, they're going to be jonesing, shaking. Um, yeah. So anyways, go fucking space rock. I thought I would change after yeah. I had a kid. You get worse. You know, but, you know, and like a little puppy dog. But, you know, you get a puppy dog covered in fucking elephant shit, you know? You, Suddenly, you're like, always, please, Space Rock. You're looking rock up at the today. sky, like, uh, fucking. Come on, Space Rock. Today. Do it today. Um, so, anyways, there's Starship. Um, one thing that was kind of cool that uh, Brett Michaels did was uh, he, you know, took these um, 
paper plates, but they're thicker paper plates. Yeah. You know, they China. have more sub- substance to them. And he wrote a message to each band and artist and put it on their dressing room doors. So on one end of the venue, you had Night Ranger, Jefferson Starship, and um, uh, Mark McGrath and Steve Jerry. And so all the doors had that those um, those plates. So Jack wrote one to Brett, and all the guys in Night Ranger signed it, and we're going to go put it on Brett's door. So we walked over there. I'm taking some pictures and stuff, and we get over there, and um, Brett's in there. You can see him, and Jack hurries up and tapes it to the thing, and Brett's like, hey, yeah. and Jack's just ignoring him and then takes off, which means I take off, right? And we went in a weird way, like side stage where there's all kinds of cables and shit. And I think we went and did the meet and greet or something. I don't know. Anyways, I, later I was talking to Ed. I'm like, hey, can you take me back over to Brett's side? I want to get a picture of what the plate actually said because all I got is Jack throwing it throwing up there. And um, I, I think it t- turned out to be like Brett Michaels' drummer. Um, you know, Ed saw her and like, hey, we take him over to the other side and well, you know, first Ed was like, "Why don't you just go over? You got to pass." I'm like, "Yeah, but I don't yeah. know these fuck sticks, you know." Um, and so we go over, or she takes me over, and um, I take, you know, I'm taking a couple pictures of the door and stuff, and I go to turn around, and I almost run right into Brett Michaels, and he's like, "Hey, man, I mean, you know, everything if you hear, you know, he's a really cool guy and stuff. He didn't know me from Dick, and he treated me like." I was important, which I am. Yeah, I mean, let's face it, this whole Night yeah. Ranger thing runs on right. me. Um, yeah. But he's, I was like, oh, yeah, I do, uh, you know, Night Ranger social stuff like that. And, you know, we're talking like, hey, you might, can I get a picture with you next to the, he goes, oh, yeah, man. He gets over there and he poses. He's like, oh, no. He goes, where's my sunglasses? And he's looking and he yells to his assistant, you know, you got my sunglasses over there? You know, and they get him his sunglasses. He puts the sunglasses on and, you know, we take a couple pictures and, and, you know, we, I was like, hey, man, I think that would look cool. And, you know, talk for a couple more seconds. I'm like, and I'm like, how the hell do I get out of here? Because she took me in a weird way, too. I'm kind of, you know, discombobulated. And um, he's like, yeah, just go down here and around that corner and you'll be out. And then right what, you know, all right, man, thanks. Good meeting you. And as I'm leaving, I hear one of his people say, hey, we got to go over here real quick. And they go out some other way. So I go down, I turn the corner and walk out these doors and I start heading around the other corner. And who do I run into? Brett Michaels. And we both kind of <laughs> look at each other like a spinal tap movement, right? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, just take a jog around there. I don't have to, we don't have time for that. Uh, we kind of looked at each other. And he's like, you want to ever see Night Ranger? I'm like, yeah. He goes, let's go. So I was like, do you care if I video, you know, behind you? He's like, yeah, man, let's go do that. So uh, me and Brett walked, you know, behind the stage and, Walked, he went up to Jefferson Starship first, and I got the video for this. So if they don't use it, um, uh, you know, I'll use it. Um, but they've got so much shit being recorded and stuff. I don't, and I don't even know if, uh, hell, I probably typed in the wrong email for his, per, you know, his personal assistant. So, you know, shit, God knows if they even got it. But, uh, um, but, uh, he goes down, he's knocking on Jefferson Starship's door, and he's like, here, I got to do security and wait for him. You know, but I know Starship's. Pro- they got two rooms, and I'm pretty sure they're in the other one. So I'm recording and going 
you know, we're going to that one. So then we go down, we get that, and we go to Night Ranger's room. But I'm filming walking backwards, and, you know, I think Jack or someone, like, fucking runs into me. You know, and, like, you know, it's like now I'm trying to refigure, and it didn't turn out as well. I got some good still photos and everything. But uh, yeah, that was what was cool. I mean, it just Brett Michaels made it, you know, kind of a cool atmosphere for yeah. everybody which will translate on the stage when we get there. Um, and I just went to Durham, North Carolina, to see the Durham Bulls play. Um, and so I have some, my Bull Durham hat on or whatever. And if you look right there, look at that. Hit the bull and you win a steak. Um, <laughs> but, you know, hit the grass, you get a salad. But uh, anyways, dude came up to me. He's like, dude, I love bull durham hat man I'm like and you know i didn't know who the guy was he's obviously a crew guy i didn't know if it's local crew or whatever but you know i didn't think much about it so we got the bullshitting about bull durham and stuff like that and talked for a few minutes and i went and did something else and then ran into him later and i i, I called him durham he told me his name i was like, i ain't gonna remember you know it just yeah. you're durham from now on and uh turns out he works with mark mcgrath so again, I'm back there somewhere and I turn a corner and bam, Mark McGrath. And he's just like, Brett, Hey man, what's up? You know, blah, 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 blah. Real cool energy. And, um, and then I see, I think his name's David, but Durham. Uh, yeah. And like, Oh yeah, I met, you know, yeah, I met, you know, him. And yeah. So it kind of like came, okay, you're with, you know, Mark McGrath and, um, but you know, he's, I guess just like you would see on TV. I mean, just really laid back and and stuff like that. I mean, I was there was no prep. I mean, I don't know. You if you, you know, we've all been there where we've met, you know, either someone I won't say like famous or let's say someone in your company that's got high stature, and you have some that make make you you know feel at ease, and you have some that don't. These guys were totally. I mean, even more than maybe even meeting night ranger guys for the first time so um i'm getting all kinds of fucking exclusive shit here you, oh wait this is from repepi so let's see what if repepi can compete um is he saying get rid of those other two guys josh there you go this is uh this, the rest that's of cool the view video. the ladies there you can get brad's ass um well, you're saying about Brett Michaels. I've met him many times over his career. I got Andy and I backstage passes when they were just up and coming, when Poison was just breaking. And Andy, did they not make you feel like you were the most important person back there? Yeah, it was. It was really a, one of the best experiences I've ever had meeting us. You know, at the time, I mean, we celebrities, but they didn't. They didn't feel like they were, or at least Brett didn't. Brett and Ricky did not. Uh, CC was kind of put off. Um, Bobby, I don't really remember much for him, but Brett and Ricky, very, they're very fun to hang around. Yeah, I remember when they were kicking us out, though. CC's yeah. like, no, no, they're with us. Yeah. And, we, and he took us into one of the rooms, but gave you, a hand hey, you could sit and talk to Brett, and you and God, you bring up Kiss, you're going to yeah. be there an hour. That's what we did, and he was like, "Dude, let's talk about it." He was, it was really cool, mm -hmm. especially for a young kid, you know. 
Well, dude, I had that yeah, Kiss but... shirt, the Kiss shirt, like the Jersey T, with like the solo records, maybe like pictures yeah. on it. And now that's kind of weird, I guess. Brett, I don't remember him saying anything about it, but I'd be back here and someone would always like, oh man, cool shirt, you know, someone from different crews and stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was just it was good, just all those guys being relaxed and and it, it did it made for uh you know a fun atmosphere you know jefferson you know starship when they went on i got a few pictures of like kelly and steve and jerry um i didn't get to spend a lot of time with steve and jerry so not to, like i'm excluding him or anything sure. just said hi to him a little bit talked with i think i was talking with brad and maybe he came over so like me, him, and Brad talked. I know I got a picture of those two together, um, but uh, um, but yeah. So like even when the stuff's going on, Night Rangers on or Jefferson Starships on stage, uh, Kelly's out there watching him. Steve and Jerry's out there with him. When Night Ranger was on, um, the Jefferson Starship guys were out there watching. And if you go to their page, there's some like. They look like selfies, but they're just pictures I took of them. And if you look, Night Rangers behind them and stuff. And I took some photos. Again, I don't know those guys too well and their crew, so I wasn't getting, you know, like, you know, up on them. But like, there's some pictures they used. I took of them, like at the end, doing their bows and stuff. And it's not a great photo, but again, you know, I took it from far back, so I didn't want to get in their way. And but they were happy to have it. Um, so they used that and um the starship sounded great they played for maybe a half hour and you can't go wrong i mean again you've got people want to bitch about anything but dude those songs stand for themselves you know it was hit after hit after hit i saw the set list dude and if you're a big starship fan go see them not on this because when we saw them at um turfway Florence. turfway the next night where it was just starship and and night ranger they played more songs yeah they're there obviously i don't know if they played uh what's the one song they had no way out yeah they did uh, they yeah. play that which is an okay song. it's like one of those songs like i don't know if i like but i think i really like it but i'm not sure if i really hate it too i don't know but it was cool hearing them do that at soundcheck yeah i just can't remember if they did it live but um that that was uh, uh, hold on was it uh you're talking about find your way back right no, no, this back. is a song called Winds of Change. Is that what I said it was? Uh, no, you said no way. No way. Uh, well, yeah, I don't... another song. But anyways, Winds of Change, I think, is the song I'm referring to. But uh, it was cool hearing a little bit deeper dive. And I think, I don't know if they, they did it. They do a couple more Jefferson Airplane songs, which they can do because David Friedberg was, you know, yeah. in that in that era and it's still basically this is a continuation of paul katner's jefferson starship which jefferson starship started off basically as a paul katner solo record and he was basically the main guy in jefferson airplane um and then when he passed on basically his daughter and i'm sure he probably already had it set up yes continue this on um so uh but yeah i mean Price of admission alone is just hearing Jane, that you know, that, yeah, dun, 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 dun. and it was cool talking to David Friedberg. I was like, man, you know, you fucking wrote, you know, Jane. And but what was cool was he gave credit where credit was due. He's like, yeah, 
Cat had wrote that awesome beginning, and then me and my buddy had written most of the song, and he said his buddy's name. And then he's like, Craig, with the uh, weird-ass last name. Um, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, he said he arranged it all. So he gave credit to everybody, you know, but that song was basically, you know, was created by him. And, God damn. you know, Kathy Richardson, she can belt it belt it out just as good or as better than Mickey Thomas ever did. And Mickey Thomas is fucking fantastic. Um, yeah. So, you know, that, you know, yeah, that, I couldn't believe how how well she sounded singing those songs. Yeah. We, so we're I, I made the comment the to Andy. And, and, yeah. And you need someone like that because you got, when you think she's singing, she's covering both parts, vocals from Grace Slick, Marty Balin, uh, Mickey Thomas. Am I missing someone in that whole fucking thing? I can't remember. But uh, yeah, so uh, you know, there's you know, there's a lot of different ranges you have to cover, and she does um, a really you know fantastic job with that. Now on to Night Ranger. I always enjoyed. Does anybody know leading up to this? How long is Night Ranger going to play? And you have people typing in thirty-five minutes, forty-five yeah. minutes. I'm like, yeah, you don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. Yeah. You know. So, I mean, I think I would probably be one of the few people outside the band that maybe would know something, right? So Joe Blow from Wichita, Texas. You know, not Kansas, Texas. Um, he's on there going 40 fucking minutes. I'm like, where are you grabbing this from? Right? Yeah. All right. So Night Ranger plays about 50, 55 minutes. All right. Yes, it's not as long. But listen, the vibe is fucking great. It's cool seeing Night Ranger in this huge yeah. venue. Um, obviously, if you were on Night Ranger's page, you saw where I was at. I mean, I stayed right behind Kelly's kit so I could get the crowd out there. And, um, you know, so the live video was, you know. Was yeah, it was good stuff, just, man. Just being there. But even I noticed, you know, I mean, you, you just like anything, you're around it long enough, you notice differences, right? Like when we saw him in Marysville at that balloon fest, it was kind of a little bit of a, you know. Yeah, that wasn't. A, um, anyways, um, I could tell Brad was really loose. Like, you know, if he's he's just his solos, he's adding extra stuff, and it's fun, you know. But no one else, you know, unless you're really hardcore, maybe notice it. Um, but you know, I think what they do live is probably a little bit different from what's on the record. So if you're not seeing them every night, you're like, oh, this solo is a little bit different or whatever. It's cool. I could just tell from even from the live stuff he did every day that Marysville show was different. Where I'm getting at with this is I'm right behind Kelly. And after the show, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm eating with with Eric and Brad. And I'm like, hey, I don't know if it was just because I was, you know, right there on Kelly's ass, you know, just right up there. and Maybe that's it. But... Was Kelly beating the fuck out of these drums tonight? And they were both were like, yes. <sighs> so they get that adrenaline, you know, sometimes a different adrenaline. First night of the tour and, you know, we want to impress and, wow, look at all these people and the crowd's, you know, going great. Um, you, you, you know, you'll get that. And 
So for well, all course, the people, good. They they had that walkway coming out into the audience mm-hmm. in the center a little bit. Which, that had to be know, cool. Well, here's another thing too, right? How many times does the non-headliner get to use that walkway? Exactly. So either two things happen: Brett Michaels, cool as fuck, do it. We don't care, you know. Or you know, you know, Night Ranger got their hand smacked the next time or something. Yeah. Hey, don't use that. But usually, when you have a, you know, um, you know, the ego ramp or whatever they call it, you're not supposed to do it if you're not the headliner. You know, probably the biggest co- you know story out there is you have that great footage of Leonard Skinner, nineteen seventy seven, I think, um, probably either opening up for. Are they opening up for the Stones? I remember correctly but anyways I know it's 77 because they got um, Steve Gaines as the guitar player but uh, you know they were told don't use the ego ramp and you see you know Rosington and um, and Alan Collins and Steve Gaines you know out there doing their solos in front and Johnny Van Zant pushes them out there probably has probably I would say Sweet Home Alabama I'm trying to think where they <sighs> had the three guitars yeah. all going at once which there's you know a few Skinner songs like that, but you see it and you see like them kind of hesitate and he pushes them out, and that you know was kind of a big no no and um but uh so yeah what you were saying that ego ramp and them going out there and uh and you you know you do see some excitement you have I mean, a lot of people are there for Brett sure so, um where where was Night Ranger in the lineup? It goes Jefferson Starship for about a half an hour. Or as Norman would say, half a hour. Um, yeah. And then Night Ranger for like 50 minutes, 55 minutes. Um, and then Brett Michaels. Yeah. So and Night then, Ranger. Sorry. Yeah, so, yeah, we'll get into that. So, uh, again, if you want to go on there and be like, one, if you're one of these people that posted that, playing for 35 minutes, playing for 45 minutes, you were wrong. Can you tell me what happened? You know, send me a message. You know, yeah, you know, I I was I was at the contract signing, and I guess <laughs> they didn't listen to me or something. But anyways, and the other thing is, like, I don't want to go because Night Ranger's not playing a full set. I, all right, um, but one, I shouldn't know that. There's no need for you, you know, to yeah. let the world know that because no one gives a fuck if that's what you think. But uh, you know, if you're thinking that way, you shouldn't. Go. They got a deal right now. Uh, what four lawn tickets? Eighty bucks. Yeah. Right. I think that's all in. That's total. That's service charge and anything. Yeah. It's like a sore Peter. You can't beat it. Go. You sit in the lawn. Get some fucking beers and just party. Right. I mean, this is kind of like a show. It reminds me of like the shows you would have. You know, again, I wasn't really shows I could go to, but you always see these festival shows, right? In the seventies, you know, you had this act and this act and this act and four different bands you don't get that a lot of that you know usually right now it's either you go see a band and it's just them or you get a small you know opening act very rarely do you get three big acts and then on top of that steve jerry and mark mcgrath so anyways i know the night ranger guys loved it they sounded great as always um again you're going to have to play your hits you yeah. know they, they do night ranger the song with a drum solo people fucking going ape shit for that people love the damn yankees i think they played high enough i can't remember if they played coming of age but uh 
No, they did high enough. People loving that. Um, hey, can I ask you a question that you no, might know? No, but I will know the answer. Uh, Carrie in the mask. Do you know what, what that's about on the drum solo? If it's something you can't speak of, it's I, fine. I don't know. My friend, just, my friend who's with me, he's like, hey, what's that about? I said, you know, I really don't know. You know, when well, you um, started that in Lima, I said, it's funny. You know, Carrie's a fun guy, you know? Yeah. Uh, um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess I have to ask him just, uh, there you go. Probably, yeah. probably just for like shit like this, you know, make people wonder. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember in Lima when he had it on and Kelly didn't know it? And when Kelly looked at him, he kind of jumped. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah, I was just curious. trying to get in his face and Kelly's I just mean, playing on. It seems to me it's just something he does for fun. Just why not? Yeah. Um, All right. Carry I on. don't know, but uh, anything we're missing from the, uh, the Night Ranger set? No, they played, what, nine songs? I mean, they don't play other hits, which is what people go to mostly anyway. You know, um, um, people at that concert probably aren't well, a ton of the diehards. Yeah, that, that concert's are, strictly going to be. Right. They're not looking for the, you know, they're not mad because there they're anything off Man in Motion. I don't know yeah. if you guys probably can't hear it, but you can see some of the video I have I haven't released yet. Can't hear yeah, it. You're right. It's a great crowd. Yeah, what I loved, um, I, I don't know how packed the lawn was, but there was one picture that somebody took, and they were literally all the way to the right of the pavilion behind yeah. it on the lawn. And, you know, like a river bend, if you're to the right, you miss half the stage. Yeah. There was all this green space, and they're seeing half the stage, you know. I just thought, nah, I guess they're either closer to the bathroom or the beer or both. Yeah, both. This would be uh, at the end of Night Ranger. They're getting ready to do a in the hot city, cool summer night. Yeah. yeah. And no. also, I got, I think, pretty much a very good recording. Hopefully, there's no titties in any of those smaller pictures below there. Um, of uh, of you know the drum solo. Like I'm right there, right? Yeah. Like I almost got bit by the werewolf. <laughs> yeah and you don't really get to see jack that well no from, so, from the crowd um uh so yeah so i got you know a ton of good footage so i will talk about the um the meet and greet is different for the party gras than it is for the regulars night ranger shows which it probably should be because um it's more expensive at the party gras. all right yeah. now there's reasons for that. Um, there's a lot of hands and people being paid and fees going on top of everything. But uh, if you do it, you get the group photo and then they do a Q&A afterwards. Um, and the poster is a little different, right? They get a signed yeah, poster. Yeah, well, yeah they're going to be mailed. So I don't want to show. I don't know if I okay. got permission to. Yeah, but now I saw them. Yeah, yeah I, I saw them. I saw them um, Friday. Well. I mean, they're there, they're getting signed, but no one's getting them at the shows. They're going to mail them, too. I just don't know if they you know, want yeah. those out there yet. No, but, but it's, a, it's a cool-looking poster. It is a very cool-looking poster, enough mm -hmm. to where I was like, I want one. Now, they're numbered. So oh, Are they? Yeah, they're now they're, they're, they're machine-numbered. Um, and I was like, 
you know, I told Ed, like, you know, you got any yeah. left over? I want one, which normally I don't do that with that stuff. Right. But that was cool enough where I was like, I wanted one. And yeah. he came out and he goes, here, have this one. And it was, uh, Jack had been testing the different Sharpies. So I have one with four Jack blades. <laughs> <laughs> and different, <laughs> which cool. I didn't, the one I want, I didn't want it autographed, you know, like I wanted it, you know, plain and shiny, right. but I was like, yeah, I guess I'll probably have the only four yeah. Jack blade autograph a- poster out there. But, um, uh, um, here, this is a good one. I don't know where to post it yet, but you see the, uh, yeah. Brett. Well, he took, he took a picture with Brett. Yeah. No, that's a girl. Isn't it? Oh, was yeah, it? well, there yeah. was some, some guy took a picture with Brett. Yeah. There, there, there's a guy, there's, there's guys out there that look just like Brett and everything. And what's what I like more are the guys who think they look like Brett. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are fun. But this broad, you know, I mean, she did, she did it really. Yeah. Yeah. She well. looked good. I mean, it's like enough to wear like, you know, Couple beers, you'd uh, you'd say, "Hey, look, I know. Leave the beer it would be the leave first the time I woke like up it. with some broad yeah. with a goatee and a cock." Um, but uh, nothing but a good time, baby. Here's the um, the little uh, unskinny bop. Here's the photo, and I, I, if you're on like my personal page, I think I posted it on my personal page. But there's yeah. Brett with the the plate. I didn't read it. What does it say? Um. Hey Brett, fans and motion rules. We gonna make you work tonight, um, Jackie B, and then the rest of the guys um, signed it. Uh, and you can see this. Here's where I came upon, um, uh, Brett and um, Mark McGrath for the first time. Well, no, I already met. Brett, I don't know if I'd met Mark yet. So the first time I met Mark would have been with Brett. So, you know, um, so that probably gave me a little cred because first time Mark sees me, you know, um, with brett so you're up brett's ass um, i mean yeah but uh i mean mark again was a cool guy so uh all right did so, you mean did you be norman norman voss yeah i saw nor i saw nor well it's funny as uh um sorry i didn't mean to step yeah. on your toes there so the the first day that night ranger wasn't there and they were setting everything up brett michaels was there um and the band and i saw norman and you know, he's doing shit. So I was just like, hey, Norman, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, hey, man. And I could tell right away it wasn't clicking. I was like, Josh, fans of motion. He's like, oh, fuck. You know, and uh-huh. gave me a hug. He's like, you know, I was like, dude, I'll be around, you know, today and tomorrow, man. Go do your thing. And because they were getting all their shit set up. And I took a picture of like the venue. And I didn't realize at the time, but Brett was out there. Um, You know, so I told Ed like, hey, man, I don't know. This is before I met Brett. Like, I don't know how he'd be, but it's like. I took a picture just like the venue out there and I just thought it was local crew standing there. But, you know, 10 minutes later, while I'm sitting there talking to someone, I looked over and, oh yeah, there's a guy in a cowboy hat. That's Brett Michaels. So I wasn't taking a picture of Brett if, you know, but again, sure. after meeting him, um, I don't think, I think Brett, Brett would probably be more pissed knowing that I was just taking a picture of everything else and not him. Um, so the Q and a, or the, the meet and greets about the same, you know, you go back, get your picture taken. Um, 
And then they kind of, you know, depending on, I think the meet and greet, you know, you know, maybe you, you some of you get to be up front, maybe some of you in the back. I don't know. But uh, anyways, they do a, a Q&A. So, you know, people there are able to you know, ask them whatever questions they, they got. Um, I'm surprised that, you know, they just didn't ask this guy, you know. We don't remember. Ask, ask Josh. Uh, Ed didn't call on me. I'm a little pissed. You know, when, when people raise their hand, you know, put my hand up. Uh, you know, but they, they were, you know, nothing, nothing crazy. If I can remember, you know, how'd you guys get your start? You know, stuff like that. And then Jack and them talked a little bit about Rubicon and stuff. And um, there was someone who talked a little bit about Man in Motion and how, restless kind was really important to him and stuff like that but uh so that's a little bit different than the meet and greets that they have you know when it's just them and then they have a meet and greet where you get to watch like the first six songs from the side stage which if you watch the night ranger live video it'd be kind of mm -hmm. where i was at but it's on the other side so if yeah. you look they have like a, a palm tree all lit up and everything and yeah you can stand over there and and watch so that's a little bit different and then um like i said you get the autographed poster and it is more of a poster uh i won't say like a huge 24 by 36 but whatever 16 18 whatever the next size down would be um but uh it's about the size of this correct i think a tad bit longer maybe and a tad bit skinnier <laughs> Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but maybe. It, it's approximately. But it's, but it's it's almost like that. But it's kind of like um, holographic. It's you know it's got like, that real it's shiny, like a little metallic too. Yes, um, and it's really sweet. It's really cool looking. I mean, it's got a really cool design. It's got the party rod dates on there. Um, so I mean, it's really it's really interesting. Like I said, if I can show it or whatever, maybe I'll talk to Ed tonight see about posting it along with the podcast tomorrow but um and then when you're talking merch now if you were at the florence show that we're going to talk about here in a bit um some merch got diverted incorrectly so we had night range had very little merch at the turfway show i think they had everything in small and maybe women's shirts and that's it two shirts um, huh Yes, they had two shirts, but again, stuff you know, because you know, Night Ranger party gras Thursday, and then they were going to be party gras Saturday, Sunday, Friday being a little off kind of day. Um, stuff didn't get loaded correctly. So, but what they have at the shows are I think they have the 40th anniversary shirt with the band on front, they got mm -hmm. the Midnight Madness 40th anniversary shirt, like the um, the jersey, the jersey yeah. shirt. I think they have one of the women's shirts, uh, the hat, and didn't you, know. you post a picture of it or somebody? I, yeah. I did. I posted in the comments. Someone yeah. asked it, what they had. I, I was just, looking at. It looks. It looks. Uh, I want that. I, I need to get one of those jerseys. Now, if you're on there and you're going to be like, "Hey, why don't they have this?" Usually, when you're an opening band, you're allowed. You know, Night Ranger space. Yeah, you're allowed. Well, not even that. You're allowed three shirts, and they've got to be priced the same as ours. You can't be mm -hmm. cheap. And then Jefferson Starship. Okay, you're the opener. You've got two shirts, but again, got to be priced the same. Um, so, the, you know, that's the stuff you got to think about. You know, why don't they have more shit? 
well, you know, that's the reason why. Um, so I pretty much think I covered everything of Night Ranger. It was really cool when Jefferson Starship came off stage. The Night Ranger guys were all out there and they, you know, were applauding them when they came back into the, you know, the dressing room area. You had like a big area that was had all the dressing rooms in that hallway. So if you saw Brad's post on his page um, yeah. just the other day, and it's just him with a guitar. That's where I'm talking about that hallway. And uh, so it was kind of cool seeing that, you know, all the Night Ranger guys, you know, clapping for Jefferson Starship and all that. Um, yeah. So I think that anything else we're missing on Night Ranger and Party Girl, go see it, man. It, it was fun. Yeah. Um, Look like a good crowd. Yeah. Um, very much so. Um, let me see what we got here. Um, five to seven K tonight in uh in wherever they're at, Albany, New York. That's a now that's another one of those one offs. Are they doing that with Starship too? I don't even think Starship's there. Just just them or a local bat local opener. Um yeah, this is kind of a kind of unique gig because I think it's like one of those state fairs, and I think they went on like at five or something. That's why I'm getting time is it? Sure. You know, seven. You know, we've been getting what alert? You know, pictures of them at yeah, you know, seven o'clock and seven fifteen. So, um, but moral of the story is Night Ranger was on fire. The guys were pumped up for it, and they're playing to people that have never seen them before. So. That's all good. And then, uh, you know, with that, I don't really remember much from Brett's show. I was, again, back with the guys. That's where we were eating. And I told you, you know, hey, was Kelly beating the shit out of the drums tonight? So we're doing that while Brett's on. So I really, you know, I don't know much about, like, the opening and stuff they did. I know this show was broke down. Brett comes out, does some... Does a couple um, like three songs. He does some of his, and then he does. Then Mark McGrath comes out and does some of his. And I, I, I was, I think I was out there for a little bit of Mark's, um, and I took some pictures and stuff, and and then came back in, and I know he played some more. Um. And then. I was going to go ahead and drive. You know, because I had my vehicle. I was going to go ahead and drive at least maybe halfway to Florence, you know, about a four-hour drive. So, um, you know, I I went ahead and at that point kind of said my goodbyes and packed up, you know, my stuff and decided to hit the road because every band comes out at the end. So you got Brett, Mark McGrath, um, Steve Brett again, Steve. So when Steve's on stage, I was there because I, I, and Mark McGrath, man, he's, he's one of those guys like, oh shit, this, he's easy to work with. Like if you watch that first Night Ranger video where I think, right? No, yeah. I think it's the first one. If no, it's not the first one. The first one when like it starts out with them walking out on stage. At the very end, I hit the wrong fucking button and it flips around to my fucking fat face. Uh-huh. You know, so I'm like, fuck. Yeah, so I end it. The second one, I can't remember what song it was, but I'm there recording 
and I look behind me and looking out of the curtain because I'm actually like on the stage with the band. They just happen to have their soundboard up there on the side. So I'm up there with, mm -hmm. you know, uh, um, you know, Angela and Eric, and I'm kind of up there with them. So I look behind, I'm going live and I look behind me and peeking out of the curtain is Mark McGrath. Now, I've already met him at this point. So I was enough to where I go, hey, Mark, you know, kind of tell him I'm going live. And so I turned it, you know, he kind of, you know, shook yes, like I'm cool with it and turn it around. So if you watch the end of that second video, you'll see Mark, you know, yeah. rocking out to Night Ranger. And, uh, and the reason why I remember Steve and Jerry now is because I was recording just on my phone, not live mark watching steve a jerry and he's you know getting into it and he turns around and he sees me and i i just kind of tell him i'm not live you know and he just keeps flowing with it and it was great so um so yeah Mar uh then steve a jerry and then i think you know he plays about four or five songs just brett and then at the end they come out and it's all Jefferson Starship, all of Night Ranger, Mark McGrath, yeah. Steve Jerry. I just didn't want to wait six songs. What do um, they play at the end? Sweet Home Alabama. I know that. All right. There's 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 a couple songs like that's out there. I I don't want. I don't. You even don't have know. to give it away. Well, I, I don't. Just... I don't want to. I don't know if. Yeah. Like, okay. You know what I mean, if they're going to do yeah, something gotcha. like a different one. So Sweet Home Alabama was one of them. Um, and honestly, I don't know if I fucking remember the other two. Yeah, uh, I cool. mean, Brett's staple for that I was said, always rock and roll all night. He used to bring everybody up for other tours and do yeah, rock and roll I don't all even night. Know if, I don't know if it's rock and roll night because I think I would have remembered that one. Yeah, well. But just, there, are, there are maybe one or two other songs, I think, with Sweet Home Alabama that they, they can go yeah. to. Okay. Um, but, uh, um, yeah, so but in that case, I, I think I saw the video or you're confirming it that they did uh, – Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I like I said, I didn't stick around for that. And then when I got driving, you know, I just got into a groove and how I drove all the way to, to Florence that night. Got into, a, got into a little part where I was like, I was listening to Grand Funk Railroad. <laughs> These fuckers are good. And then for about 20 minutes, I, got, I was pissed because I realized they're not in the Rock and Roll fame. And I'm just like, how oh, the fuck are these guys? You know, someone just sees me driving down the highway. They just see some guy going, carrying on, you know, just bitching at himself. And I was, man, I'm just like, it's hit after hit or staple after staple. I'm just like, how the fuck is Grand Funk Railroad? And we're American, man. You can take that song third away. I never even listen to that. You know, uh, foot, uh, foot stomp of music and inside looking out. And then you got uh, some kind of wonderful. I mean, they should be in the Rock and Roll of Fame just for that part. Can I get a witness? Um, I mean, God. Yeah. That never happened. My baby. That's my favorite part. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm it getting closer happen. to my home. Uh, miss, me, miss, or, uh, just Miss Treater. Me, Miss Treater, I think, is Deep Purple. Uh, yeah. And. Uh, but they could cover it. Um, well, they have to get uh, through all the uh, rappers before they get to the Grand Funk Railroad. Well, it's not just that. I mean, and I'm I'm okay with, you know, hell, some of those rappers are bigger rock stars than the rock stars. You know, to me, rock mm. and roll is more of a, an attitude, right? I know, but you're, you're leaving legendary bands out. There's plenty of time doing that. Oh, that's not the fucking rap stars fucking problem. That's fucking rock I, and roll. I'm saying that's. Problem. I'm with you. I'm on your uh, side. 
you know. But and I don't get how cheap tricks in, and you don't have sticks in. You right. don't fucking have uh, Grand Funk Railroad. You don't have Foreigner. You don't have fucking Foreigner. I'm not the biggest fucking Foreigner fan, but Jesus Christ, uh, you know, yeah. who's not nine years old and jukebox? Aria Speedwagon. Yeah, Aria Speedwagon. It's you a know? popularity club. If, That's if, all it is. Nothing else for high infidelity alone. They should be in the Hall of Fame. And I can't. Oh God, yes. You know, and it pisses. I can't go to a cookout, right? Any cookout, my family, and there's always someone has an aunt that looks like Kevin Cronin. And yeah. This pisses you off, like God damn. You know. Why aren't you in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Why are you like, in the I'm Hall of Fame? You're, <laughs> I'm Aunt Shelley. I'm gonna. Well, you should Come be on. in it too. Hop in the car. We're gonna go see. Some We're gonna go see speed. you up on stage. Yeah. Um. But uh. So, uh, anyways, it's a good party event, you know, dude, uh, Brett sounded great. Um, the guys, you know, Norman and uh, I can't remember the guitar player's name, but, um, fucking met him, Matt or something like that. Uh, you know, they're great. It's, I mean, listen, Steve Jerry, I don't mind Steve Jerry, uh, you know, I don't one way or another, but when he's out there singing separate ways, you're like, oh, dude bring it on you know it's like it's cool shit so listen go buy yourself a 20 dollar lawn seat go drink expensive alcohol and have a good fucking time all right have um, nothing but a good time yes um drink enough alcohol you can go do the unskinny bop hey now see i was never much of an unskinny bop guy i was more like you can't feel ugly in the dark guy but uh yeah you know you know to each their own um so uh all right so so you drove all right to florence yeah so uh so just like albany tonight they have dates off in between this it makes more economical sense to plug in some dates right so you got albany new york today which you know you're listening to tomorrow maybe you're listening to it friday depending on how fucking motivated i am um yeah but uh um so friday you know Brett Michaels opening night Thursday. They play Saturday in Pittsburgh, Burgestown, Pennsylvania, and then they played um, New Jersey. Yep, Homedale. But, but Friday they played um, Florence, Kentucky, which is right south of Cincinnati, um, basically southern Cincinnati. Um, you know, if, if she was a small ga- town girl growing up. Um, in, in South, S- Cincinnati. South Cincinnati, it would be Florence, um, y'all. So, uh, mm-hmm. um, and it was at the casino, Turfway Casino. Mm-hmm. Definitely, it wasn't bad, no, venue, I guess, but it's basically this big ass conference room. Yeah, it is not a I, I venue mean, for it. I mean, but I mean, it was a huge room, it's huge. I mean, but it's it's flat floored. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know exactly. I mean, I would assume they use it for corporation events and stuff yeah because the whole side the one whole side of the building is just glass and you can see out to the you know the racetrack and everything um but it's got you know a stage at the one end and you know like i said it's big ass air conditioned area just just kind of suck if you're back a little bit farther it's not inclined so you're no but the stage was higher the stage was higher um and uh obviously Brent and Andy made their way. Um yeah, it's the shortest traveling I've had to do <laughs> since we started this podcast. 
no 35 sound, minutes. No sound check that day. I Yeah, um, it was interesting. I think they were going to. Maybe some stuff got pushed back. Um Yeah, like I hung out, you know, bullshit with some of the crew guys, and then you guys showed up and well, know, when I got there, Jefferson Starship was sound checking. And I'm with my wife. She came to the show. And we're walking down the hall, and I'm trying to find you two guys. Yeah. We um, were in the other and, hall trying to go the opposite way. No. And Andy's phone kept going to voicemail. So I thought I thought maybe he was in a spot where he wasn't getting phone calls. Didn't know. In any event, I don't abuse my all-access pass. I, I, I'm not going to abuse it. Uh, you know, I treat it with respect the way... Ed expects us to. In any event, I start walking into the sound check, and my wife's like, "What are you doing?" I said, "Well, I'm trying to find I'm the guys." I'm Rip Walter, bitch. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm trying to, so I'm trying to find the guys, and I'm like, "And I do have this." I said, "So we're not going to get kicked out." Well, I'm not going in there. <laughs> I'm like, "How many times have you done this?" Well, that doesn't matter. You're not allowed in there. I'm like, I have actually, an all-access pass. I actually am allowed in. I, I've yeah. been with Brent where we weren't allowed in, and we got and, in. Yeah. I said, I might just – so she went and sat down. I was like, yeah. are you are you, are you freaking kidding me? Because, yeah. you know, I, I'm try, just trying to get things together. Um, But, Listen, yeah. I'm on so her I, side. I am, I well, am no, the, weary of anything Brent's leading. You know, nah, like, I'll I'll lead you down the right road, and so I I go in the hallway. Wake up the next day, and she and, and also the and condoms all around you. She's holding the phone up, and it's Andy. So I go, I call him. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, where are you? He's he's. Uh, I'm just walking out of the sound check. And I, uh, yeah, you were just I, there. I like no shit, you know. Yeah, I was there. So when you were calling, um, I was talking to. So the guy who produced that show, Josh, is a friend of mine, Leroy Ellington. And I was talking to him and, and when Brent was calling me and I, I was in the middle of a conversation, I was like, ah, just hang tight, Brent, just hang tight. I'll call you back. Yeah, I, but I thought you were in the dead spot. That's the only reason yeah. I kept calling. Yeah. So then I called to see where you were and all that. But yeah, I'd gotten there, um, got there a little early. Uh, I think when I talked to Josh, uh, he'd said he wasn't sure about sound check. And I was like, that's fine. If I'm here, you know, we want me to do. And, um, he's like, you can come in. I mean, there's nothing going on. I basically went back to talk to Leroy for most of the time and talked to Ed. And then had to chase down a uh, Coke Zero for Josh because he was parched. <laughs> what the fuck was I doing? I don't know, but you kept saying, "Dude, can you find me a cold drink? Like I'm, I'm, I'm dying here." And they didn't have any concessions set up at the time. Yeah, and that's where that's where yeah. Leroy kicked because there was a bunch of soft pop at the back, well, it was, but it wasn't it was cold. Bu- yeah, well, <laughs> it's just. Well, I didn't there. even know that there was like an <laughs> access area. But, but then uh, maybe I was fucking. I had to be busy doing something. Because... You were. You were running around filming videos, and I think Ed kept sending you out to count seats and all this stuff. And oh, uh, he no, we were just wanting to see what s- section uh, yeah. seat was. But I was doing something else because it was bad enough for us. Like, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's like, like, can you do any? As I called Leroy, he gave me they have uh, they have an employee break room, and he showed me where to get uh, soft drink for Josh. Mm. And I mean, Josh is just like. Glug, glug, glug. Yeah. Well, it's like I think he thought it was Jaggermeister, but it wasn't. It was just Coke Zero. <laughs> well, it's like you know how like. You're the Night Ranger guys been getting pulled every direction. Ed, Ed, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. I need this. I need this. You know, and Ed gets it. It's like I felt like that with, you know, Andy. Like uh, whatever I was doing, like I can't remember now. But 
I yeah. was immersed oh. in, in something, and I just remember, like, Andy, if you can find me a soda. And it had to be soda. I didn't want water. I needed caffeine. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and you, uh, hey, you came out and you saved me. That was one of the best Coke it's... Zeros I've had in forever. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then... then you're like, don't sit it by Ed. <laughs> Move it over uh, to the table. So, Mr. Ed, Asshole, he Ed comes sets out. up this whole yeah. uh, workstation when he's oh, in yeah. town. Yeah, and I he's just, like, don't put it down by Ed. That that is all well, important I just, stuff. <laughs> I, well, I just didn't want you know one of us knocking it over, and next thing you know, we got soda yeah. pop everywhere, and you know, well, and I, Brent's nowhere around to be blamed. Yeah, and yeah, and Andy comes out with pop. He's like, yeah, free pop. All you drink back there. I'm like, I'm like, well, I want one. He goes, I can't yeah. get you one. I'm like, yeah, what do you mean? You. I'm like, what do you mean? He, he wouldn't go get me one. Yeah, not for you, sir. I mean, listen, that's the one thing like I you know, I've said it before. Uh you know, the biggest thing like the I I like about this is I can go out, go in the crowd, see Night Ranger, and then when I get a little itchy, I can just yeah. go, I'm done. And I can go backstage and suddenly I'm by myself, you know, no one's around me. Yeah, you know, I can breathe. Um, the other thing is, oh, I'm thirsty. I can just go around, grab a soda, water, anything like that. And then like you know, their catering is always good. I actually like, like when I go do this stuff, I get more sleep because I'm a fucking dog, you know, around me, my kids, you know, yeah. not waking up in the middle of the night just to wake up and put his butt against me and fart and go back to sleep. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, you know, it's like, aren't you tired? I'm like, this is the most rest I fucking get. Yeah. And, um, and I, you know, I walk around so much that that and like, there's good healthy food there that I lose weight, you know, like it'd be totally, you know, some people are like, ah, you know, I'm on the road. I gain weight. I'm like, I'd probably, you know, like, no, dude, I, I ate a shit ton of fucking carrots and broccoli. <sighs> you know, they had the steamed broccoli with a little, you know, just a tad bit of butter. So fucking good. And these carrots, you know what? Yeah. Maybe they had a little bit of sugar in them, you know, but I mean, it's still healthier than eating other stuff with sugar. And dude, I'm just chowing down. Well, I think carrots and broccoli. That's the stuff a, I, you know, I a little, I a uh, podcast on the carrots and broccoli over, you know, Night Ranger. What a little behind the curtain stuff is the few times I've been around you and the guys off on off days and stuff. They actually, they eat really pretty healthy. Like, the, I guess they've been doing it for so long that they know you have oh. to eat good. Like mm -hmm. we, we, we sat down and had dinner with Kelly when well, he was eating. We weren't. He's eating a salad and like a chicken breast. <laughs> I get yeah. to a hotel. I'd be yeah. like, give me a buffalo chicken sandwich. Give me the fries and onion rings. And he's like having a salad and eating like a, a piece of fish. And then Brad had a nice healthy breakfast one morning. I think the most unhealthy I've seen him eat was when we went out to dinner that one night when he ordered some chicken wings. Well, again, but that was after the show. If they're going to the have yeah. anything, you know, I mean, who wants to eat, you know, heavy, yeah. heavy yeah. and then, you know, go play rock star and run around on stage. To, to you know, sticking out. <laughs> uh, I Ooh, should have uh, had the two pieces of cake, but uh, it was funny. You you talk about uh, I don't know who I was with. Um, maybe Jack. It was after after they had played, and we were coming out of the dressing room, and in the hallway was Brad with an ice cream cone, just <laughs> chowing down. Right, and I didn't really think anything of it coming out, you know, and. I think it was Jack. I can't see it being Eric or Kelly or Eric or Carrie. I don't think it, it was Kelly. So it had to be Jack. And um, just like, you know, holy shit, Brad, you're eating an ice cream cone? Like, you know, because they always eat pretty healthy. 
and here's just wrangling it wow, 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 on wow. an ice cream cone and and uh you know just i didn't haven't even thought of that until you kind of you know said something about it but uh um anyway, but yeah i mean yeah. you can make bad choices there i mean they've got well there was a pizza place in the damn casino yeah yeah um i would have had a pizza and like i said you can because remember so at florence obviously they're not sound checking there's some dead time so we all go to the local restaurant there and um to get something to eat now when i was there earlier um so like they didn't have like catering but uh like you know ed had ordered something they brought it to him i had already i showed up later and i'd already eaten lunch and ed had uh it's like he went to the other half of this, you know, sandwich, which was the the club, wasn't it? Club. And I was like, you know, yeah, you know, so my fat ass ate it and uh it was fucking good. Right? Maybe not the healthiest, you know, but uh you know that's I, the same sandwich you got at dinner, right? Well, wow, that's how good it fucking was, right? And then yeah. later that night I was back here and I saw Ed had you know, they'd ordered their night meals. He had ordered the same thing twice. I meant to fuck with him about it, you know. She just said you could eat all that. Oh like, yeah, you're just <laughs> we go on the same fucking mental plane. Um, but I I forgot. But uh, um, yeah, that's how good that that club was when we all went. And we had you guys. I know Melissa and um, Kathy uh, and uh, Kathy Kirkman. Their friend Lane. Tammy was there too. Oh, what? Oh, you talking about when we? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Brent, you may not remember, but your wife was no, there. No, I thought you were talking about a different place. <laughs> your wife was there. Um, uh, I just remember Brent, you know, like, um, all right, hey, this Angus, where was it born and raised? Um, no. um, did you get, did, did you get, did you stick its head, did you stick your heads up, head up a butcher's up a ass? ass? How was it? Uh, Wait, it's got to be you your know. bull. Yeah. And that's all I remember. You know, and oh, you don't remember you talking about eating dingo dick? You you must have said that word well, fifty dingo, times in a half yeah. hour. First of all, I looked at the I looked at the ladies. I went I went. That word has never been said that many times in this short amount of time. Well, dingo dick's never. a delicacy in the in Australia. Most people in the outback. Yeah, I mean, most people they go there, they think, oh, I'm going to act Australian and eat kangaroo cock, but you know, the Australians it's dingo. They just, they just look at you like, man, we know you're local if you're eating dingo dick. God, I shouldn't have brought it up. I got to hear it again. <laughs> I'm surprised I remember. Got to hear it all again. But, you know what? Dingo dick rolls off the tongue. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I'm looking away. I don't even know how we got started on that, but unless they were uh, talking. They are probably talking about getting their meat. No, no. It just, you brought it up out well, of nowhere. I No, I probably, they were probably talking about getting shit cooked medium rare it's like that's fine but if you ever have kangaroo cock you want that shit well done or oh yeah just chewing a lot of chewing you know <laughs> it's a tough meat yes it gets very chewy that hey, kangaroo very cock. sinewy <laughs> that place had some of the best french fries i've ever eaten in my life well look uh, we i'll say this i think josh you you and i were talking at some point in time after, the, dingo after dick? the show are you, well, are you a dingo dick guy or kangaroo cock See, uh, I'm, I'm, I, I I'm Dingo. I go local. Yeah, same here. You know, I go local. get a little, uh, little bit of Vegemite on the side. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, yeah. We 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 don't get to hang out much. It's, we don't go to many shows together. And yeah, uh, we we had a good. I had a lot of fun. I was doing a lot of laughing, and uh, it was a fun fun night. Like I was so 
you know, like you don't know how, how much you need a night of just, just having fun. Sometimes you get your life gets to you. And of course the music, the soundtrack is fantastic and all that. Well, and, so. then, and then it hurt that you guys had front row seats too. <laughs> it does, that yeah, just that, never, that, that never helps. hurts. But no. like Josh was coming out and taking pictures and I think it's, it's cool for him because he knows he's got a place that he can actually stand and not be in somebody's way that's going to be pissy because it's just one of us. So, you know, oh, I, I have my 25 pictures of him with yeah, this little those, selfie stick. Well, some of those cool shots that Josh can get is because he's, he's in the front taking those shots. Uh, the rumors in the air, man. Oh, Jesus. You and I are in the same plane on that. I was filming you filming it. And the funny because Gary, who's in the picture there to Garrett to Brent's over Brent's right shoulder, my buddy Gary. There we go. That's the fans in motion meetup. Uh, and there were more people there. We didn't get them in the picture because we didn't really make an formal announcement about it. But Gary was taking a picture of you taking a picture of Night Ranger. He's like, that's funny to me. I was like, yeah, it's good stuff. So yeah, uh, I got so many goods. I haven't got to edit them yet. Like here, here's just a random photo. Yeah, I mean, it, was, it was amazing, man. It was fun. Uh, and front row. I mean, if you can ever get it, if you can ever afford it, it it's so worth it. And my friend, and so in this picture, you see the guy behind me, Alan, the bald, the other bald guy. Uh, he'd never seen Night Ranger. Same age that he's 54 ish, 53. Loved him. We yeah. all went to school together, and he, we were all talking before the show. He's like, How have I never seen these guys? I said, I don't know, but you're in for a treat. And we had front row seats, and he was just like, This is, this is truly amazing. Like, this is just phenomenal. And then, you know, not to get too far ahead, but, at one point, you know, we're all staying back from the stage, and Jack says, "Screw that! Let's go, everybody, come up." And you know, Alan's me get raw right right in front of Jack. Like there was a point in time, and I, I have some pictures I didn't post, but I sent them to you, Josh. I think where I had to lean back to take the picture because I'm literally I'm I'm right at Jack's foot. Like he's I had to move my hands oh. so he didn't step on my feet, and you know, just for a fan. Like us, it, it's it's awesome. It's beyond awesome, you know. And uh, you can feel the the vibration. Like Jack was actually stepped on oh, the uh, the speaker up front, and it slipped. And Gary put his hand on it. And Jack's like, "Whoa!" He saw him put it. He's like, "Shit!" Because they weren't mounted; they were just sitting there. Oh so, no wonders. But I don't um, know what you're doing, Brent. But keep it up. Never mind. Yeah. The the show was. Uh, that's how close Jack was getting to us. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, Prince. and he went to put his foot on the monitor and it slid into me and he went, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I got it. I got it. You know, I was holding, you know. Yeah. So um it was uh I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, oh, yeah. but it was it was almost too close. <laughs> well, I'll remember that next time. Like, hey. Yeah. No, no. Uh, I wasn't life. expected as I'm holding the camera up him to get like that close to it, you know. Um, got, a, got another little meet and greet pick, and uh, as always, the guys were um, just awesome. You know, I know it's cool and it's cliche, well, it's, it's a little braggy, but it was cool, and uh, they're always cool to us. And I mean, I, I was telling Brent before we started recording, I was like, I'm I feel confident that they don't know who I am, but like, I think they recognize me from seeing me around here and they're like, they know you, Josh, and they, and they know Brent, Brad knows Brent for sure, and uh. But it was cool because I brought my friend Alan, who'd never seen him, and then got to meet the band. And he, uh, I mean, all night he was like, Andy goes, I, I don't know how to ever thank you for this. I was like, shit, ain't thanking me, man. <laughs> you well, know, it's, um, it's, uh, four, three years ago, we were bored in a pandemic. We started talking about Night Ranger. That's, that's yeah. how it happens. 
and, it's and what was cool? I'm sorry. Let me, let me say this before I forget. Um, you know, talking about like bringing new people, and I think that's what's going to be great about Party Gras is you're going to have a lot of new eyeballs on Night Ranger. But you know, my aunt brought her. Yeah, daughter I saw her. Who's never, you know, who's, you know, I mean, she she's probably late twenties, so doesn't know anything about Night Ranger, and she now wants to go to shows like to where. You know, as they were leaving, she's like, "Do you have any guitar picks for Tasha?" And I was like, "I remember I gave I had two, and yes. I gave I gave you one. I was like, you yep. need this other one. If not, yeah, I, need, I always want to have one on because they, they they bail me out of stuff. You know, I had a handful of picks one time, and it got me and Kelly out of a situation. Um, so I always try to keep one, and and you know, you have a you know, I was like, I got one, and so she ran yeah. all the way back up to the locked doors, and I gave it to her, but uh. But yeah, um, I want to get that out that, you know, just like your friend, you know, there there's new yeah, uh, people just like, how did I never know about Night Ranger and Dingo Dick? Yeah, so for the experience uh, for, for Alan, and, you know, I, I won't speak for him, but just what him and I talked about was... I won't speak know, for him, but... I will talk about him. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he loves, I mean, Sentimental Street and Four in the Morning and Sing Me, like those songs are just... He's like, they're so classic. Not, not even counting like Sister Christian. And Alan's a piano player too, so he's really enjoying the keyboard. I really wanted to give him a shot. I was hoping we could do a sound check and get him in there to meet Eric and talk to Eric, but um, I didn't want to push anything. But uh, it was fun to experience with somebody who knew. And I got, I got two picks, and I ripped the set list, Jack's set list off the stage. And gave it to Alan, and he was just like, because Alan's a huge memorabilia collector. Like, he bought, he spends a lot of money on merch and memorabilia. Uh, so, anyway, um, but the concert itself was fantastic. I mean, the big surprise for me, and uh, we got rumors, and I, I, I just, I it, yeah, I mean, two damn Yankee songs, because Alan loves High Enough. He's like, God, if I could just hear High Enough, because I, I never saw damn Yankees either, and. I said you. I, I didn't know for sure because I had, I'd seen the set list, but I didn't like memorize it. And I was like, I think you're gonna get High Road, but I don't know. And then when he played it, uh, he uh, Alan was like, God, this is this night's just about perfect. I said, Yeah, it's pretty cool. But I mean, he was he was just on cloud nine. He's like, This is great. The, this band is so good. And of course, you know, he's got his hands on the stage. And Man, I would love to like tap into that rush they, you know, have to feel like. Again, you know, when you've done it for, for anything for 40 years, you know, it does probably become a job. Um, you know, if I go, hey, Andy, do you remember that time when you were in the office back in 93? <laughs> and like, remember Joe was there? Uh, yeah, you know, like, great. That's just asking them, hey, do you oh, know that show you played? Yeah, that was great. Joe was great. Um, yeah, was and then you see just how it's like, yeah, you know, we're talking about the radio, you know, whatever, and you know, oh, all right, we're going on, and it's just then it's, you know, this fucking surge. Yeah, it's um, fifteen hundred people just going crazy. And I, I felt, I won't say I felt, but I'm on the side of the stage filming, and um, uh, guitar pick lands at me. Now, you know, either. One got thrown and batted, or you know, probably 
I would say carry on the side of the stage. He's pretty good at that. You know, if he sees me out there flicking yeah. a guitar pick and trying to hit me with it. Anyways, this landed in front of me and just landed there. And I'm not too far from the crowd. So um, what I did, so they Josh. see it. They yeah, they want the um, they want the pick, right? And it's just laying right there in front of me. So I don't want to like throw it to an, like an exact person. I ain't want to. So I just pick it up and just flip it over to the top of that amp and let them, whoever yeah. gets it, get. But I'm like, imagine like it, it wasn't like cool for me because it's not my pick. They don't want it for me. But can you imagine like being that? Like this is Josh just offers a guitar pick. It, it's, it's currency. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it was just, you know, it's just like, you know, how cool would that have been if, like, for them, like, here I am throwing the pick and, you know, like, they're begging me for it. And, but can you and imagine like, if, that, if that was your pick yeah, and they're the begging bang, you yeah. for your pick? You know, it's just like, I thought about that a little bit and, like, that's got to be cool, right? But then again, you do something a hundred thousand times, times yeah. over two decades, you maybe lose. But, um, you know, yeah, Brad know. handed one right to me. His his yellow picks. Mm. Yeah, you know, he same like, here. He's like, here, man. And he said, give it back when you're done. And I was like, we yeah. should take it now. I'm not yeah. a guitar player, <laughs> but I gave it to Alan, and uh, he loved it. And um, you know, yeah. and, and I'll have to say another highlight for me, and I haven't shared it, and I can put it up if you want me to. Uh, I get a text message during the show. I feel my phone vibrate, so I look at the like, who the fuck. Like Teresa knows I'm at a concert. And everybody who would be messaging me about Night Ranger is at the concert with me. So who was messaging me, right? And it's uh, Ed Rapepi is texting me a picture he took of all of us staring oh, at the stage. That's cool. I can try to pull it up while you guys are talking. See if I can put it behind me. It, it was I just got a kick. I looked over. I mean, he winked. I was like, and I said, I, I mouthed him. I said, I can never thank you enough for that. Just what you guys, what you do for us as uh, as as this podcast thing, you know. So a little shout out to Ed. Let's see if I can find this picture. I think I can pull it up while wow. you guys talk now, amongst yourselves. I'll go. Good, Brett. Oh no, I, I got to bail here in a minute because I got to go pick up my kid. Um, as we're getting this picture taken, or getting done with this picture taken, a Andy walks over and he's talking here. I'll shut up for a second. Right, there you go. Can you see that? Yeah. So you know, there's there's me. Wait a minute. There's me. Gary. Alan. Gary, his wife, Brent. But anyway, I don't see Chris. No, I don't know. You probably pushed her to the back, didn't you? No, no, I put her to the side because this jackass but, behind I mean, me. But look at my Jeff face, man. I mean, look, I'm just, it, it's just, for me, it's absolute joy. Now, I mean, I'm in, on the stage looking down at you. Like, yeah, like, God, look at that. I'm fast. pretty sure that guy wants to suck my cock. Now, and, and I'll tell you one last thing that was really cool is behind me, the people behind me. Like when they start playing rumors, all I hear behind me is, oh, fuck, yeah. Like some guy's losing his shit behind me. And I'm like, I want to high five. I was like, dude, thank you for, you know, you're not just here for Sister Christian, man. <laughs> so anyway, thank yeah, you, awesome. Ed, for the, for the fun picture. The one some thing guy that... behind me kept pulling the chair aside and pushing Christina aside to go off and piss. Yeah, he came I, back and I, I, I said, this him. ain't, I said, this ain't the Cumberland Gap. You're going somewhere else. Yeah. All of a sudden, he started again. I turned around. I said, "What part of you're going down your aisle? Don't you understand?" Yeah. And he called me a dick or something like that. I didn't, I didn't really care, but that's why you don't see her yeah. because I, 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 I changed spots with her. Um, so I got, I got tired of seeing him push her, you know, away, and she was like, yeah. "What the hell?" I, I um, the girl that was had a nickname Cumberland guy. Anyway, before I go, 
anyway, after I we took that pick. Oh yeah. Andy's over talking to this guy, and he's like, "Come over here," and we meet this guy named Tim Steele. And Tim Steele is from, from right there in northern Kentucky. I forget exactly where he said, but Andy's like, "This guy, he watches like all our shows." He he he, he motions to me, and I walk over. I was like, "Hey, how you doing, man?" He goes, "He says what he says." He goes, "I watch all your shows, man." I'm like, "What?" And then I guess that's his wife or whoever. And she's like, no, seriously, he watches all of your show. He's seen every episode. I was like, well, holy shit. Well, you know, I was I like, 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 yeah. like Tim Steele already. You know what? You know, he's our kind of people. Last name is Steele. And I tell you what, you kind of like what you're just saying. Um, It was after the show. I see someone, you know, I'm back behind the curtain kind of. But if you're out front, you can see back where the backstage is. I see someone kind of like waving. I think they're waving like for Brad or someone. Uh, you know, I kind of look around like, who the fuck is around here? You know, and it, it's like, they want you. <laughs> You're like, who? <laughs> yeah. So I, I walk I, around I and I'm like, you know, I don't, you know, but um, I've met him before where like I've already told her like, when you meet me, mention that. And it's the cafeteria tray. Um. Oh, yeah. She was in Bristol. When they did that oh, okay. show, she had that and cafeteria then, tray where she had drawn yes. it, and I was able to take it backstage and get it signed for her. Yes, bring out. I remember and that. I told her then. It's like, you know, I, I doesn't matter anything. I don't, I don't really remember that much. But uh, it's like just say cafeteria tray, and it's gonna come back. Like, and she said yeah. cafeteria. I'm like, oh yeah, you know. Then it came back. I'm like Bristol, Tennessee, and and then it all come, you know, came back. But uh, yeah, just meeting people that. You know, it, fans of the show and whatever. It's weird because, I mean, I I don't. It's self-deprecating. I don't know that people really watch the show. You know, you think they do, but you don't know it. And then out of nowhere, somebody like this Tim Steele. He just, hey man, and he just he just wanted to. We took a quick picture with him, but it was cool to meet someone who's is as passionate as we are about the band. I mean, yeah, he's like, I love these guys. I said, all we're trying to do is keep them going and keep I always, the, the, I always the like talker. when they when they ask so me about tim tim was a great guy they'll be like hey how's you know how's dawson and this or whatever yeah and, and andy <laughs> and i'm like how the how the fuck does he know this well shit? now it's got to be when they ask about andy like the dog or the i no one gives a fuck about you i automatically assume <laughs> well, we're talking about the dog well and, and before we forget brent did we hanging out with melissa and kathy and tammy man was that oh. just not well it's, kathy oh, it's like it's like we've known each other forever, you know. Oh, you ever. Walk up, you get hugs, and it's it's again we say it so much. It's what's so great about what we what we've done here, what we've created, and I I get comments too about people, Josh, and I know you, I don't know if you get them, but they talk about how they like that the page is it's friendly, you well, know. Except for me, I mean minus the the, the administrator, <laughs> but we don't I don't mention that. But I think you know, like you had that big post before about don't be an ass and. Uh, I was talking to Greenway about it. He's like, he was good on him for putting that up. Or he goes, you know, I've seen some people that are new and yeah. I comments and he goes, I'm like, what are you doing, man? This page isn't like that. And I said, well, I Josh what set me off. Someone posted someone, something, but I said, I he tries to keep it him and Brent, I, responded, I said, I'm like, approving that. You shit. know, I don't, I, I responded. I was like, you know, you're, you know, you're a dipshit, blah, 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 blah. And then I don't want to ban him right away because I want him to see yeah. what I wrote. And I want them to try to come back with something, and then the rest of the films right on them yeah. too. Like but a bunch of I'm ants. Just like, just you, you know, and I'm usually like, you know what? Just fucking block them. And 
I yeah. think I'd had an issue with that guy before, but I don't know what. Maybe it was Starship stuff. But it was anyway, just, well, it's yeah, it, it was a good post that needed to be a, a nice reminder. And again, just the, the people. Uh, I think Brent said it so many times: is that we don't do much. It's the it's all the people on the page. I mean, yeah, we're what eighty four hundred now, Josh? Eighty five hundred. Yeah. I, I mean, it's yeah. astonishing, and all because we love this one band. So well, I good wanted job. to say because I, I said I got a split. Kathy was able to give Jack while he was on stage a Beatles 45. It oh, was, yeah. Yeah, and Jack had said it on a show he was on. It was his first record he ever had. So she had the record, and she wanted to give it to him. Wow. And they got they got it all on video. So if anybody saw him getting a record, it was pretty cool. That's what it was about. And, and the Kathy? other thing is, what's that? You said that was Kathy? Yeah, Kathy did that. And I'm seeing all these pictures that I didn't take that are from my exact perspective. There's these girls all around us taking pictures and people right behind us that are on this page. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Why so you hi, everybody. Them, you give them fem cards. Oh, so, here, okay, some... speaking, speaking of the fem cards, I, I guess it just shows how successful we are. I kind of went around during the, the, the two shows, the, the party gras show and the one of Florence, and I took pictures of, I saw them wearing a Night Ranger shirt, you know, took pictures of them. And I made that post, you know, a day or two ago with on the Night Ranger page yeah. or whatever. And uh, I would take a picture. I'm like, listen, I'm going to put on Night Ranger socials. I just don't know when, I, you know, maybe never. I don't know. But I'd hand my film card and be like, but, you know, we, this is, you know, my pay, you know, page and podcast. Just go there. You know, there's 9,000 of it, whatever, you know. Um, and I would bet four out of five, four out of every five. I'm already on there, man. I know you, Josh. That's cool. I feel Best, bad man. because, like, you know, did I meet? Well, them? You know, have I already met them? Or it's not possible to know everything. But yeah. um, oh well, there's people that know me that would argue well, that um, they local police. I would think I would bondsmen. Uh, but uh, but you know, Emergency then I looked clinics. at it as kind of like maybe yeah, you know, I shouldn't look at it as a bad thing. Like oh, you know, is that's just house great it's becoming or successful it's becoming is they're already on there and i'm sure some of them i probably should know and just you know just don't and i'm sure sure there's some like our lurkers you know just on there and mm -hmm. uh, we've never met but they're on there and um they well, know it's... i mean it's like pot you know i don't listen to a lot of podcasts but probably like three sides you know back you know before we knew mike and all that stuff um you know i listen to them couple of times a month but never once did i click like never once did i comment on the youtube mm -hmm. I, yeah. i'm everything i don't want you guys to be all right <laughs> i want you <laughs> i want you guys subscribing liking you know um whatever all that stuff um all the stuff that i never did but uh yeah so i'm sure there's a lot of people that are like that as as yeah. well okay i gotta say goodbye i'm sorry yeah, yeah. i got hey, i, I gotta go that was one cool cool thing about that stage is I was able to go behind them. This is not even edited yet. That's, That's cool. That's awesome. You That's know, very cool. Um, but uh, all right, Brent, talk to you later. Yeah, I gotta go. Yeah, Sorry, I got out of here. Next time, have the daughter need picked up earlier. Hey, <laughs> no, that that way you don't have to you be mean later. But or whenever. Okay. See no, you, everybody. Earlier. There we go.
Um, and I did want to show this because I don't know if I'll ever really be able to post it so you guys will get um you guys will get a sneak preview of this. So back behind the risers are the guitar amps. So with that stage setup, I could go back behind there and yeah. I could hear exactly what Brad was playing, what Carrie was playing with nothing else around. So just be like having earbuds just like in, their guitar and their guitar. So if here, I'm going to play this for you now. I'll, I'll want to hold it up to the screen. So you kind of get the visual and then I got to hold it back here so you can hear it. But this is, you can still rock in America. Um, where are we at here? So there's the speakers. Can you hear that? No. How about now? No. Just not. Is it playing? It is. It's just weird because it's loud as fuck right here. Yeah, no. Nothing. But anyway, it's, it's the isolated guitar track. No. That's This is some good pod right here. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> It is. It, uh, so it's the uh, you can still rock in America solo and it's just basically Brad playing and then I walk right over to Carrie's amps and it's just Carrie playing. But it was cool. Go back here and you listen to the rhythms, you know, or something and you would just hear, you know, let's say Carrie during a song, you just hear Yeah. Which, wow, you never hear it like that. You just hear it with a whole you mix. Hear the mix. Of, yeah. And you know, you just hear what little he's playing during that part, or you know, maybe not little, but just you know, and just this little riff that he would do during you know, and Brad the same way. Now, reason why you know I can't post that is, you know, you'll have people on there. Well, this is sound like the record, and you know, it's like it's fucking yeah, like, live. Number one, um, and hey, it's not a mix; it's yeah, isolated it's track. Them up there jumping around and playing. Of course, it's not going, but you know, it's dipshits like that that. Uh, that ruined right. it kind of like hey, the six. nikki the nikki six post i think i talked about earlier yeah you know where they suck know, all the fun out of that's it, it. that's me outside aren't you on stage in new jersey i'm like jesus christ uh, you're right you're right this is all fraud thanks yeah. <laughs> um but uh yeah Did i tell you i like space rocks i'm with you buddy the older i get the the, the more i understand uh people who live out in the woods you know <laughs> i get it now i'm like oh, i get it yeah Totally. I never got like like Walking Dead and stuff like, you know. Like, why hey. are you trying to find other people, man? Yeah, why are you going to like the mighty <laughs> metropolis? It's like, fucking go to Idaho. There's like yeah. there's 10 people there to begin with. Go let's to say, Cincinnati. Let's say That's it's a one, one, 20 years behind. Let's say it's a 100% zombie, you know, person to zombie ratio. You have 10 zombies in Idaho you got to kill. Yeah. And after that, make a sandwich. But no, let's yeah. go to let's go to fucking uh let's go to Atlanta. Yeah, let's go to Atlanta, you know. Why? Yeah. I don't go to Atlanta right now. Yeah. <laughs> um and I have uh, to go to Atlanta in uh October. What for? Oh, the Marvelous Three. Ooh. As they say, too much rock for one hand, so we gotta do it like all this. Right. All right. <laughs> so did we cover it all? Uh I think uh, we did. Uh I mean we've been talking for a long time and yeah, I was hoping this would be a quick fucking episode. God I know. Been it's it's my... tough because, and I know maybe, I hope people that watch or listen don't think that we take it for granted, but 
the access that we have, and especially that you have, is really cool, you know. Um, but what, not taking it for granted, the cool part is like what you're getting able to film for us is we're able to see the the behind the scenes or the view that they get to see. So looking out at the crowd, there's only a few people in the world that ever get the, that view. You know, most of us are on the other side of that looking up. So to see that, especially for me, like I, I always wanted to be a performer like that. I, I thrive on that stuff, you know, and I love when you're taking them shots from behind Kelly because I've had that, not that view, but I've played in bands since I was 13 years old. So I've looked out at fives of people many times. So, and yeah. sometimes you get us the, uh, the, the rituals and the stuff they do backstage is fun. And I, hopefully when you spend time with them, you do relay that to them that people, they do love it. And I, he, it's back. And Ed, I mean, I mean, Ed's fantastic, man. He, he's a really great friend I, of the show. I am taking, you know, I've kind of like, you know, just being a little bit more, I'm just asking less, you know, like I'm doing this, you know, it's like, I think they trust you. You know, I think we've built it up enough yeah. to where it's like, listen, you know, you're not always going to look great on the live videos. But, you know, if something happens and shit has happened, we've been live and yeah. something's happened, you know, unless you are watching it live, you would never know because I just delete the live video yeah. and that's it. But the thing is, they can't control is the fan shot videos like, you know. Yeah, it's, you know, it's like, that's why I told and, them. I and like, no one's it. looking at I know it's the little bit. We all have that vanity, but no one's looking at that, man. Mm -hmm. We're all so happy to see reason to be or rumors or call my name you we're just happy like you're and and again as you're building your your close relationship with these guys josh we need to get into somebody's vault and find some big life tour footage i talked to someone about that brad oh i know maybe no uh, I, yeah. I was talking to mike brun you know who's a big fan and he's got a bunch of stuff and he's like andy goes is there anything? I said, no one can find it. I said, Josh has been trying to find it. I said, if you find um, something, dude, you got to share it with us. He's like, I'm is, on a hunt now. Who I, I, I was, I would assume it was Brad. Um, and I've probably taught, I know I've talked to Kelly about it. And I've talked to Jack about it, but I just think this last weekend I was talking to Brad about how there's no, you know, there's no footage out there. You know, there's one no, of them has to dude, have I, something. I, right? We're going to have an episode where we maybe talk about bootlegs. I just found another Mojo recording. Oh. So that's three Mojo era concerts that are out there, but we can't get one fucking big life. You know, it's the like, only era we can't find. Yeah. Dude, I found a, uh, uh, a Tokyo, uh, the like, you know, cause live in Japan was recorded and I don't know what city in Japan. And if they played multiple nights in Tokyo, this is another Tokyo show, but it's not the live in Japan. Because, you know, I can tell I've listened yeah. to Live in Japan so much. You know, I mean, I'm sure they probably, you know, any band maybe read, went in and retouched stuff. But um, it sounds like, a, you know, a completely different show. But again, Man in Motion, I can find shit like that. But nothing yeah. for. You could you can even find Neverland stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, Neverland had the official release. Yeah. You know, like I said, there's just nothing. But I mean, there. you can even find bootlegs. I mean, it's funny. So uh, callback, the guitar pick you gave me as I'm running out, the guy who was running merch for Starship is a, is a friend of mine and Brent's. And he's like, Andy, 
any chance you got a pick? And I was like, I got one. You can have it. I said, it's a Jack pick. Is that right? He goes, yeah, it's fucking great. He is a guy who got us hooked up with the, uh, the, the Cincinnati show from 2000, the Neverland. All right. Uh, or whatever it is, 97, 97, 90, whatever that was. But, you know, he had access to that and got us that. So, yeah. anyway, well, we've talked long enough. We've rambled on. But, you know, like I said, there's, you know, I plan on sometime doing a, a bootleg episode. And, like I said, there's, I was able to track down a mojo. So, we got a mojo. We got a Mojo 92 and a Mojo 95, which are, you know, good to have because, you know, the songs are different. There's about three or four songs that they were doing in 92 that they're not doing in 95. And then this song or this this other one's 93. And there's a song that they play that I've never heard before. So it's something they had written. They played for probably a couple months and then just either moved on from it but yeah, it was yeah. never on those original 92 demos it wasn't on um, hey, gary doesn't have anything or have you talked to him about i don't think he i mean he probably has like you know the stuff he had was released like as um the gary moon still moon record which was okay. a lot of that's the demos from the band called the pack which was working on getting a release when he joined Night Ranger and they took a few of those songs and Night Ranger them up and used them. Mm -hmm. you know, uh, uh, oh, you know, something else I, I just came to mind when you mentioned that. Um, I don't know why it reminded me of it, but uh, I saw that somebody posted a pic of Night Ranger with Reb. Yeah, they, they, they had... met. And I'm like, oh, how cool is that? Mm -hmm. The lineup, I think, would be the hardest to get. And I'm pretty sure it crossed over. I, and I know it did because that's what Shaboya is. Would be Reb and Michael Lardy together. Yeah. Because Michael Lardy is there. And then Reb joins. And Lardy leaves right after that. So most of the Reb stuff you see out there, which is including what was posted, is with um, Matthew Collin. Yeah. Christian Collin, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the rarest photos would be that um Michael Lardy Red Beach together. Nice. Um but uh yeah. And it does. I mean it's crazy how something from 2007 looks so old and they look so young, you know? Like it's you know like man. that's the stuff I I say especially so talking to my friend Alan here on the on the page here this guy. Keep my finger on right. Uh we were talking about and he's like, you know, he's a, he lurks on the page. He doesn't comment much. Um, but he's like, God, I, I love seeing the photos and hearing the stories of the fans. And uh, I was like, yeah, I mean, that's what part of what makes the page so great is it's just sharing stories. I mean, we're all so passionate about this one band and it's all good. It's not a lot. There's no infighting. There's no like, well, fuck that lineup. It's just like, yeah, it's just celebrating Night Ranger and how fucking awesome it is. So. I was so happy to see a show because I, I didn't know. I, I was telling another friend of mine today, I was like, I didn't know if I was going to get to see Night Ranger at all this year because of my schedule and what I've got going on. I'm like, man, I don't know if I'm going to make any shows. And I decided, like, fuck, I'm going to Florence. Like, that's the closest I can get at this point that I, I know I can make. So, anyway. Yeah, I mean, I'm the same way. It's kind of like, 
you know, I'm now if Ed calls and needs me to go out on tour with him, I'll drop everything I'm doing. I'll quit my job. But that hasn't <laughs> happened yet. Um yeah, I'm thinking about going out next weekend. You know, I gotta remove some stuff around my schedule and everything, but it's like, you know, it's like you know how often they're gonna do something like party gras, right? It's like that was main one reason why I wanted to go to the first show, but yeah. it was such a good time and um I mean, we debated about going up to Noblesville. Just our our schedule here just isn't working out that way. We just it's not. We have so much stuff coming up right now that we have we can't just take another day off and go somewhere. Do whatever. It's, it's tough do. out here in Nashville, man. I'm busy. I got I got a Friday morning. I got to be down at Nissan Stadium, loading in, setting up Ed Sheeran stage, man. I'm busy. You know. Yeah, do you, you know? I'm sure Ed will see. Like, wait a second, Parker. From little name, little name drop. Aren't you with fans in motion? I'm like, listen, man, don't you know you're not supposed to talk to local people? <sighs> don't look, don't look. Hey, listen, I did a true story, and uh, so I did a uh, loaded Beyonce's tour out last Saturday night. So I, so I, so I had Night Ranger Friday. I had to drive home because I had to be at Nissan Stadium Friday night to uh, to load out. Beyonce played Nashville uh, Saturday night, and you know they they load us all in. And we're sitting backstage at the stadium, like just in the seats in the end zone and waiting to go out. Cause as soon as the show ends, like you guys, we hit the, they hit the same with 300 people. It's like a bunch of ants just going out and tearing shit down. And the, the guy's like, we're all sitting there waiting. And he goes, uh, my little group that I was with, he goes, all right, now listen, Beyonce's going to come out. And she's going to leave the stage in that golf cart. He's like, do not make eye contact. Don't even look at her. <laughs> it needs to be funny. But he's like, just look away. Just look at the sky. I'll give you the all clear. And when she's gone, we're going. So it's go, go, go. It's like Normandy, man. <laughs> but it's funny. He's like, do not make eye contact. Don't even think about Beyonce until she's off the stage. Um, yeah. I, funny. I, I, I don't know if I've told the story or not before, but uh, I could have been married probably to Beyonce. I'll have to tell you about the time I worked in minor league baseball. And they were, this is like when Desi's child first started. Yeah. And after a Clippers game. Wow. And, uh, I worked up at the stadium and, the i worked we were i worked for a third party yeah um, and we were based out of the like the bullpen bullpen building okay and they would use you know our office um during the evening for a dressing room now but it was our office um so well, I guess I'm telling the story. So, anyways, Destiny Child's playing. I knew what Bills, 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 or something like that, whatever song that. Yeah. And they're like, you know, and sometimes I would stick around and watch the game yeah. at night. So I'd work and sell tickets, and you know, and I if I walked out my office door, I was right there with the bullpen. You know, sometimes I'd leave it open, just hear them, you know, warming up, and I knew some of the pitchers and everything, and some of the catchers, and um, but anyways, that that night, you know. I was thinking about staying for the game and they're like, yeah, Destiny's Child, their crew will be here about three o'clock and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, all right. And I decided not to stay that game. So yeah, I would have been in the same office with Beyonce. You know, she would have met she, me. So she ends up marrying Jay-Z. Way to go, Whatever, Josh. She could have met Jay Weave. And, uh, <laughs> you know. Um, hell, I would even take took Kelly Rowland, but uh, oh hell yeah, um, but uh, that's how close they were to greatness and never, 
Never realized what, what, what might have been, man. As little Texas yeah. once saying, what might have been. That shows you where Beyonce's, where she was and where she is. She was going to share the same room I worked in. <laughs> to, uh, That's cool. You know, Nissan. Same. I always liked like the independent women. That was a song I connected with. Like, listen, I'm all for that shit. You know, buy you know, buy your own shoes and you know, fuck. You know, don't you, ask for alimony, dude. You know, <laughs> I'll pay. You know, you want to really be independent? Pay for my shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. like shit. I'll exactly. be indebted. I'll be your you know indentured servant. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah. So, anyways, enough of the. Uh, yeah, that's mosey on. I gotta eat some dinner. All right. Um, you know, there's nobody listening at this point. And if they are, we uh, we thank they've, you. And they have probably at this point ready to flip over to lick flops. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the first five listeners get a free <laughs> shirt. The very next week, we're hey. All right. We'll, still, we, we still waiting for number three, four, and five. <laughs> but uh. Tune right uh, in. Check out flip flops if uh, <laughs> you uh, want to hear all the uh, your, your the ramblings, uh, you know, and stuff like. Hey, that. I got I gotta tell you, you'll 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 at least understand the the the, the analytics of this. Our latest episode that's out is uh, Burt Kreischer's movie, The Machine, and we average about fifty to a hundred views. And as you know, Josh, that's usually now those two, views. It's, would it's go two up. minutes. It's two did minutes. Guys, did you did you guys take your shirts off for that review? So here's the thing: we opened with. He's like, "Wait, we're talking Christ. I got to take my shirt off." And Gary's like, "Yeah, me too." But we didn't. However, that latest episode, we're over 2,100 views right now. Really? And like, we have no idea. Do anything Gary figures because you know we, you and I have talked off camera about it. And it's not, they're not watching the whole episode, which I don't understand, but whatever. It's somehow it's on the feed of YouTube where it's on like people, the homepage. So if you like this, you'll like this. And there's, we get, I think we're getting a, a bunch of Burt Kreischer fans. Well, the key is not your views, it's how long they're watching. Yeah. No, so uh, I don't have access to the analytics, but Gary said that you know, we're still only getting two to five minutes. No one's, they're not getting a lot of all the way through. But it's we are gaining subscribers, which is interesting too. So, um, but yeah. yeah, remember like we had that episode that had like seven hundred viewers at one time. We're like, what the hell? Like how this one just takes off, and that's where we're at right now. We're experiencing this, and it's just, uh, it's fun. Yeah. Well, they would have watched longer if you guys, you know. I told you we should have taken our shirts off. All right. Hey, I am behind on the website. I need to get the past episodes uploaded. So, um, you know. I will make a better concentrated effort to do that. So, Stop going to concerts. Well, yeah, another shit. You know. Stop working for the band. Stop, yeah. you know. Stop having a Burn life and cleaning and shit off your world, dog. You know. Um. Uh. Anyways, go to fansofmotion.com. We got all the episodes there. You got the YouTube channel, which is always updated. That's where we're mainly out of. When it comes to the podcast, go to Facebook. Type in fans in motion. You click join, and you will be one of the uh the few the mighty the femme and uh we're also on instagram we're also on twitter we're also on threads um so yeah them all um we're kind of on spotify and amazon uh, all that other shit um go there and uh listen if you're listening on you know youtube or watching on youtube 
wherever you're the fuck at and you hear my beautiful voice click subscribe um click like you know let us know that you love us um and yeah um go see a party garage show track us down say hi it's the best tired take us out thanks everybody let's go josh let's go eat Later. Kick him in the heart, that's always what you